You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. Welcome. And as best you can, experience welcome. What good is the concept welcome without the experience? Welcome to love is the power. This podcast is rooted in a self-inquiry method known as the work of Byron Katie. And Tom is a certified facilitator of the work. You'll be hearing a dyad, triad, group, or guided meditation today. As you follow along, you're encouraged to do the best you can to experience for yourself what's being shared. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. new friends so let's begin by just noticing any tension in the body where of any tension and as best you can, consciously welcome that sensation of tension. Consciously open up. And let it in.
And now just as a little experiment, kind of exploration experiment, as best you can. Allow yourself to be without stories and images of the past or the future. And to consciously welcome the, the flow of perceptions that are happening right now. And of course, sometimes that flow of perceptions is the perception of a story or an image of the past or story or image of the future. And as best you can to, if that, if those images appear to bring yourself back to the flow of perceptions related to this moment. Just be open. To the flow, the natural effortless flow of perceptions. as best you can to also allow yourself to be neutral to this flow of perceptions. You could think of allowing yourself to be neutral. It's like being detached 
in the flow of perceptions. Just neutral, indifferent, detached. Right now, everyone has set aside this time so in reality, there's nothing urgent that you have to deal with. So again, to allow yourself to be open to the flow of perceptions as well as neutral or indifferent to the flow of perceptions. And as you experience this neutrality or detachment or indifference to the flow of perceptions, just notice how you naturally become more present. To the presence that the flow of perceptions appears in.
as best you can. Allow yourself to rest, to just be present to this presence in which all perceptions appear. Notice how this presence is ever present. In experiencing that this presence has always been present in our experiencing. And again, Allow yourself as best you can to be neutral to the flow of perceptions, indifferent, detached from the flow of perceptions. Notice how the detachment or indifference allows you to be more present to this presence
and consider the possibility that the sensation of lack, the sensation of something's missing, is just the experience of not being present to this presence that you are. And again, allow yourself to be indifferent or neutral. To the perceptions of thoughts or images, body sensations. Notice again how when you're neutral or indifferent or detached from the flow of perceptions, naturally experience this presence more clearly. more solidly. No effort or efforting required. It's naturally more present. To this presence.
and as best you can experience what you are. When there's nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be, no past, and no future. And notice how the world doesn't collapse. The breathing doesn't stop. The heart doesn't stop beating. And consciously allow all of life to carry on without your meddling. Without your guidance or interference. without any pushing or pulling by you. And again, allow yourself to be detached, neutral, indifferent 
to the flow or world of perceptions. Perceptions of the inner world and the outer world. and notice how you naturally, effortlessly become more present to this presence that you are. and allow the stillness of this presence or the peacefulness of this presence or the effortless welcoming of this presence to permeate the body and the mind and the world allow this peaceful welcoming presence to expand, to permeate and to embrace the body, the mind, and all of humanity.
to be the peace of the world. The presence of the world. The love of the world. And the light of the world. In other words, to allow yourself to be what you are. The light, the love and the presence of the world, the world of your perceptions. Okay, welcome, welcome friends. So any, anything working on you? Anything you wanna share? Tina, I see you waving. Morning. Um, you know, a recurring thought that I am still struggling with is around addiction. Mm-hmm. And the story is my addictions have a hold of me or I can't seem to kick. And my addictions doesn't matter what they are addiction is addiction or obviously it's thinking you know but food and shopping and spending and workahol addic- work addiction is huge for me right now and there's always a reason there's always something that and so i guess you know the thought is that's why they call it addiction because you don't have a choice mm-hmm. Yeah, so the addiction of food, did you say food, shopping, and work? Work. Well, I, my list is very long. We could go through it. Well, just what, you, just what you said. We don't have to go expand it, but I, I think you said food, shopping, and work. 
Is that yes. here? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's enough to start with. Yeah, so they have hold of you. Yes. So what? So what? They're ruining my life. They oh. make it. So they're ruining your life. Is that true? Yes. And what's your proof that the, these addictions are ruining your life? Food, shopping, work. What's your proof that they're ruining your life? Mm, I love that. Because of shopping, spending, mismanagement of money. Okay, let's look at that one at a time. So look at the shopping. Um, and you label it as mismanaging your money. And so just look at the reality of your money. And is your life is your life ruined? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, it's just an idle threat of the mind. You don't stop. Your life's going to be ruined. It's like, eh, not yet. So these addictions are ruining your life. Is that true? Shopping, work, food. I, I still do around work because I feel like it's taken over my life. So because of work, I don't really have much of a life. I just. Well, yeah. I mean, what else are you interested in doing? <laughs> I do love my job. I do love what I do. You know, there's lots of options, and clearly your interest is working. It doesn't even sometimes feel like working. It just feels like what I do. Just okay, this so this working thing has ruined your life. Is that true? Or is that just an idle threat of the mind? You know, some kind of rules of the mind. Well, you're, if you were free, your life would look this way or, or you know, blah, blah, blah. Always. Yeah, I, I should have more balance. I should. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. I should have more balance. It's like, I, I, I should have. Are you interested in more balance? Well, apparently not. Yeah, what would be balanced? What What do you imagine when you say, oh, your life should... Sometimes we don't even imagine anything. We just take the mind's word for granted. Oh, your life should be more balanced. Oh, oh that. Oh my God, that's right. No, I have a story. You know, I bought the religion that a balanced life, you have this much time in which you're investing in relationships and I'd have time to date 
if I wanted to, which I haven't found that interest, or I'd have more time for creating friendships, recreation, I'd be playing more, all of that. And like I went up skiing not too long ago and I was up there on the slopes going, this isn't, this isn't, cut. and I did it like that was my life for many years and it's just, I was flat. Um, skiing, oh. skiing was your life for many years? was very, I was very prolific skier. Yeah, yeah. And so you went and I was like, yeah, so much for balance. It just didn't do it for me like it used to. It used to just yeah. be. Yeah, so this work thing is ruining your life. This imbalance, what you're labeling as imbalanced way of living is ruining your life. Is that true? really hard because I'm still believing that religion of a balanced life that I should and it's because I'm working so much blah 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 that's why <laughs> I have all the other addictions well yeah it could be of the other addictions because you keep telling yourself you should be balanced when you're not interested you know, so it's like, oh, give me a break from this incessant, I should be balanced. Yeah, the little food, let me do a little shopping, get a little break from I should have a balanced life. So who made that role? You should have a balanced life. What's it supposed to do for you? Well, it's supposed to help you stay healthy. Like I get so adrenalized when I work that it takes its toll, like on really adrenalized days, I don't sleep, I overeat to kind of calm it down. I just run at such a pace. I mean, it's insane at times. Yeah, don't. And I love it. Exactly, and I love it. don't you love it? I love it. the high, I love the high. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, so it's ruining your life, is that true? my imagined what I'm supposed to have life. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is totally in the way of your imagination, your imagined yeah. life. <laughs> it has yeah. completely okay. ruined your imagined life. Yeah. So that's, that's accurate. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Except you, you won't let it just be ruined. Like, let it, let the imagined life, let it be, let it be ruined. Let it die. Oh. You're holding on to that imagined life as if what? It's going to save you? If I get it right, then I get that imagined life, then I'll live this fabulous, wonderful, love filled, energy filled, sleep filled, <laughs> balanced perfect life I'll have gotten it right uh, okay so getting it right could it be getting it right is overrated no <laughs> <laughs> 
want to get it right, then what the hell are we doing? Why am I even doing the work? <laughs> oh, I see. So that's your motive for doing the work, so you can get it right. Get this thinking. Get don't believe so that I can get right here. Then when I get right here, everything else out there will be right. Oh my God, I teach that religion. <laughs> yeah, if I get right here, it'll all be right. Well, isn't that what they tell you? What you, the world you see? Well, is that sounds that's but it's but I don't hear where you're doing that. I hear you're you're holding on to some image of ba a balanced life, and you're trying to get there instead of just being present with your what you call imbalanced life. You're still holding on to some dream bubble, going, "Oh, it has to look that way." When it looks that way, then I'll be present. Then I'll follow my advice and just be present. Why not skip the dream bubble and just be present in your imbalanced, addictive life that you love so well, much? Because it is the imbalanced, addictive life, the constant movement, thinking, working, new that is preventing me from being present because I think of it all as giant distraction from presence. Well, could it be you think you're getting it wrong by doing it that way? Yeah. Yeah. You have an image of getting it right, this, this, this religion of a balanced life and you're not interested in that religion. You know, but like most of us who join religions, we join out of this fear of, you know, some kind of threat of eternal damnation or <laughs> eternal suffering if we don't <laughs> if we don't follow the religion. If we don't follow the rules. <laughs> Yeah, so you're you're getting it wrong. Is that true? You're ruining your life. You know, but I think it's you're getting it wrong. You have an image of what it should look like and it doesn't look that way. So you're getting it wrong. You know, and to me a secondary thought is well, I'm ruining my life. That so I'll just hold on to that cuz that proves I'm getting it wrong. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you notice how you love it, <laughs> which makes it even more wrong, probably. <laughs> oh, because don't by you love it because you're clearly misguided and deluded. If yeah. You're the distraction more than the ideal life. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting it wrong. Is that true? know that I cannot know that okay you kind of skipped the first question there I did yeah which is okay and um, I'd like to sit with it so you're getting it wrong is that true oh man this is upsetting me 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, but you showed up, so there are no sacred religions here. Although you can back out of the inquiry anytime you want. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but don't wait for me. <laughs> it's a lot of years of believing this. Teaching yeah. it. I run businesses that we teach this. <laughs> we have a motto. We're having businesses with only lives worth living. And I coach all day Fridays on how they could have a life worth living. And this is what I teach them. A balanced life is a life worth living. Right. <laughs> Don't work I used to, I mean, I used to work crazy out. I still do. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're getting it wrong. You're getting it wrong. Is it true? I still have an honest yes. And what's your proof that you're getting it wrong? Well, my proof is I'm not living the ideal life in my mind, the okay. way I see. Okay, so that proves you're getting it wrong because you have an image of the ideal life and you look at your life and it's not, it's not that. So that proves you're getting it wrong. Is that true? When I compare myself to those I think are living the ideal life, of course, they may live their ideal life in one section, but not the other. You know, uh, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but just from my experience, the busiest workaholic I've ever hung out with was Byron Katie. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of where <laughs> what I'm doing, because I just am willing to show up and be used. And this seems to keep okay, happening. Okay, so you're getting it wrong. Is it true? Your proof is this image of some ideal life that... No, I'm not getting it wrong. No. It's not true. Let that in. Not getting it wrong. You know, to me, it's like that ideal life for you. It's like, it's like believing in, um, it's like believing in renunciation is the path to happiness. Yeah. 
I can see that because I'm constantly renouncing things in life. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then doing it how you really want to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm in a push pull constantly. It's just <sighs> never just <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how do you react? What happens when you really believe you're getting it wrong? Well, I get to stay small. I get to hide because I can't get it right. Mm, well, yeah. Ask. Don't ask me to step up. Yeah, so feel that, like just let that in, uh, you know, probably a very long history of feeling like you need to hide. You know, just, just not stepping out you know, into the light of awareness, fully living out in the light. Yeah, so. I've been asked several times to step into a higher role and I'm like, no, 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 I'm good where I am. Yeah. I don't need any, no. And yeah. Which makes sense because in your mind, you're getting it wrong. Yeah. And, you know, and so then it's like, why would I ever step out into the light? The only thing that's going to happen is now everyone will see that I'm getting it wrong. I think they do anyways. I just assume they all can tell. Mm -hmm. And so if things don't go perfectly, it's my fault because I'm not getting it right. Yeah. So you need to hide who you are and how you live. Is that true? Not so much who I am or how I live. I need to hide from or stay small from being asked to live in a maybe a bigger way. So do you need to do you need to stay small to say no? Mm. Yeah, I don't want to be even asked. I don't want, like I remember 10 years ago or so, I was asked to step into a CEO role for this nonprofit. And I went into meditation and I just said, no, 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 don't ask that of me. And I felt so guilty because I felt yeah, so like. So notice how simultaneously, this is my suspicion, simultaneously you wanted to be asked. And you also didn't want to be asked. I want everybody 
to acknowledge that I have the skill, the qualification, the temp, blah, blah, blah. But don't ask me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. I'm kind of a brat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that burns. Let it burn. Oh my God, I just play that game all the time. It's just all these images of playing that game. <laughs> of, I'm just such a badass, but just let me stay small because I'm so humble and I'm being upset. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, that's why, I, like in the meditation, I like I like noticing, like I literally am the light of the world. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I think that's a Jesus statement. I'm the light of the world. I'm the love of the world. I'm the peace of the world. <laughs> I'm the goodness of the world. Like I'm the presence. <laughs> you know, it doesn't get any cockier. I mean, when you're doing the meditation or when I'm in mine, not in distraction, I feel that. There is nothing but that. Yeah. Then I go right back in. <laughs> yeah, so you need to hide. Is that true? Uh, okay, so I need to hide from God. God is just going to burn me up, man. Gonna yeah. Set me up for failure. Okay, so what's what's your definition of God? Like, is there is there any place to hide? In, no. In... <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you just described. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, so no wonder, you know, no wonder life feels impossible. I need to hide. And it's like, no matter where I go, God's presence is there. You know, awareness. No matter where I go, awareness is there. Shit. So if I can distract myself enough, I don't have to be aware of the presence of awareness. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to notice. There is no hiding. There is no place to hide. So you need to hide. Is that true? Man. Let's, let's um, make it a little more simple. So right now in this moment, is it true? You need to hide right now. No. 
now. And as best you can, open up to the truth of this moment. No. Right now. No, it's not true. That you need to hide at all. I noticed, I believe that because I'm too afraid to say no. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. If I no. have the yes, no, there's nothing to hide from. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So now I'll just let in this history of fear around saying no. Just, just let it in. You know, and and um and how difficult, you know, how difficult it is, like like that place that just wants to shine, you know, wants to embrace life, to just shine. And then that fear of, well, if I shine, I'm probably gonna have to say no. People are gonna ask things of me. And it might have I really, really love, and then they'll leave me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know there. Yeah. So now, welcome that history of fear fear of being alone. Yeah, and just let it in, like, oh my God, this this underlying fear of being alone. You know, and then now you can see where this fear is, one of the results is a fear of your own light. I believe if I really live in that light, I will just be utterly and completely alone. Yeah. So now, as best you can, allow yourself to be utterly and completely alone. Except take the future out. Now just notice how nothing 
terrible happened. <laughs> Life didn't abandon you. God didn't abandon you. Now again, as best you can, allow yourself to be completely and utterly alone. To open to the experience of being alone, not the imagined experience of being alone. without the future. And how is it? I can't make it happen. I feel connected. <laughs> well, you can't make it happen. You can't be, make it be what it's not, <laughs> which is what we've been imagining. It's not possible. No. In fact, in that moment, I feel more connected than <laughs> in front of 200 people, you know, or whatever I'm doing. And yep. yeah. <laughs> wow. And I notice it's what I prefer a lot of the time. I have lots of choices and I choose not to do it. And then I feel guilty, like I'm not living my life. Yeah. Choosing to be alone instead of running around or hanging out or going with a group of people. And I blame it for work. I tell myself I'm just too exhausted from work. <laughs> So the work addiction gets the, the blame for my choice. Yeah. Where I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Got a racket going. That's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I forget. I read, I read somewhere where it was... Uh, you know, it was like a master-student kind of teaching little dialogue thing. And the students, you know, ask the master, what's, you know, what's the cause of suffering or something like that. And the master's reply is, um, is was our inability to be alone. And really, it would more likely be our unwillingness to experience being alone, our fear of experiencing being alone. 
Yeah, the religion of a balanced life tells me you shouldn't prefer it. And they'll say, being alone, nothing wrong with it, but don't prefer it. <laughs> yes, so many rules. So I'm like, oh, I prefer it. There's something wrong. So many rules. You know? Yeah. There's so, something wrong. Uh, I don't want to date. There's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, like you know, if 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 relationship was the path to happiness, you know, we'd have different experiences in relationship. No, I I've been disabused of that one. But I don't <laughs> want to talk about it too much because you don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> Oh. Not at all. I'm open. Well, if that comes, that's fine, but I'm not interested. So, so I just, let's, let, yeah, so let's try another experiment. And as best you can, allow yourself to be without any rules at all about how to live or what to do or any of that. Allow yourself to be without any rules at all on living. And just experience who or what you are without all the rules. It's like your body is almost dissolving. Mm -hmm. It's becoming really light. It's yeah, it is. It's without without the physical. It's like I leave the physical. Well, it's without a container. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Uh huh. And so, because of these rules, and then you combine it, like the rules always give us a sense of limitation, you know, a very clear boundary, border. And then you combine that with the image of the body and, and how we're constantly imaging the body as me, combined with the sensation of limitation from the rules. And I'm, I'm body identified, contained. And you drop all the rules and you could say our, our actual experience of the body is the universe, is the body. That's exactly what I was experiencing. It was just like the body is just dissolving. It became non-existent. Yeah. Transparent. Transparent. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah.
So right now in this moment, are you interested in the rules? Are you interested in the images? Are you interested in the story of getting it wrong right now? Not at all. And just once again, experience what you are without the story of getting it wrong, without the religion of getting it wrong. It's just laughter. <laughs> it's just laughing. The thought is just laughable. There's just huge laughter. <laughs> Even the word I makes me laugh. Oh my gosh, I've been playing a big joke on myself, <laughs> believing there's an eye. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. I can see a turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, laughter. laughter. And, and the turnaround is it is getting it wrong when it buys into it. And so what? Who cares? <laughs> Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Eat the popcorn. Enjoy. <sighs> Oh, look, it's getting it wrong again. It thinks. It thinks. Yeah. And then I'm getting it right because I notice the I is universal. I am. So there's just pure light in that. Mm -hmm. That's identified with. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Mm, all Yes. Anyone want to share anything from the meditation or from, from just uh, participating as an observer with Tina or, or anything else? Well, I'd just like to say that was a whole lot of fun. Thanks, Tina. You're lots of fun and very cute. 
I thought you were just so <laughs> cute. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sitting here with this thought of who would I be without my roles? Yeah. It feels like an experiment I really want to do. Uh-huh. And I too saw this childlike aspect to Tina. And it it, it I it just came up for me is you know how when you're little kids and you believe you believe all these things everything is it's all make believe but mm -hmm. you make these things and and just I just got it just brought me so much in touch with when I started thinking that if I didn't do certain things, I was going to be in trouble. Yeah. And there may have been times where somebody actually said that. But I can see that most of what I have thought was wrong or would, would have some dire consequences didn't come from anyone else. Mm. And the more that, you know, in these sessions, the more and more I, I see that feel fear to start questioning and start seeing rules that I never knew were there. Um, see how it's all just like this make believe. It's all made up. It's, you know, like you said, who made these rules <laughs> and then of course i it's like then i rebel against them and whose rules am i rebelling against <laughs> why even bother with all that <laughs> drama why just see what it's like it never you know it never occurred to me that i could try it as if there were no rules yeah so I really appreciate this exploration. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, every morning we can start the day with, could it be in reality, there, there aren't any rules for how to do today. Like what will I rebel against? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've kind of enjoyed that a little bit, you know. Oh yeah, you know we we love that. You know, the, like I am a freedom fighter. You know, well yeah. to be a really good freedom fighter, I need something. <laughs> I need some rules to rebel, to fight against. Oh, if you give me freedom, I won't have anything to fight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You know, but you're already seeing how it's it's actually just been kind of a shadow boxing match anyway. <laughs> and that phrase comes to mind, give me lip. Oh no, it's not. I you see, even that I had it wrong. I remember <laughs> it even a phrase wrong that I was basing it on. So it just keeps blowing, blowing it away, blowing it away. Yeah. 
Uh, could it be? There are no rules for how to live today. And if you notice an openness to that, then, okay, well, I'm going to do the best I can to live as if it's true. There, there are no rules how, how to do today. And, and just see how it goes. <laughs> Life is lived in lessons. Each lesson's got its theme. They keep circling back for you until you start to see. Where you forgot you were connected with everything. It's okay, we all do it too. It just takes remembering. It's okay, we all do it too. It just takes remembering. That love is what we're all here for. It's the only score we're keeping so settle yours love is what we're all here for it's the only scar we're keeping so settle yours you can do all of the things you can play all of the parts you can make a mess of everything or score off all the charts But when you reach the end and you think that you have died You will do it all again You will do it all again You will do it all again The views and opinions expressed on the Tom podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as The Work. For more information on Byron Katie, please visit thework.com. If you wish to learn more about Tom, a certified facilitator of the work and the podcast's eponym, please visit theworkwithtom.com.